I'll find a way to break free. Ass fuck twins. I was very, very low. This is about where I'm going to be. Hey, this is me, Rory, from the Skimbo Lounge. Today, we're talking about parakeets. Mmm, parakeets, they taste delicious, and you hide your shame just like when you're eating an ornalon. Oh, yeah, I told everybody about that at the Thanksgiving table, and they it went over to a mixed reaction, I would say. What, ornalons, and like how they're just like, they're such a shameful thing to eat, or the way you prepare them? I mean, the way, <laughs> which you, one? the way you prepare them is sadistic, which is you eat the bird yeah. bones and all. But yeah. it's also, like, highly illegal now. Well, you, so I like, think, drown it in something, don't you? <laughs> like, I think you, I think you'd, like, drown it in borscht or something like that. Yeah, like, you drown it in something alive, and then you fry it, and then you eat it all. And that's why you have to eat it with something over your face, because that, like, <laughs> no one can prove you actually ate it, I guess, or some well, stupid thing like that. Like, super, <clears throat> superstitiously, it's like you want to hide your shame from God. But practically, yeah. it's like you'd have an easier time eating a human baby in front of people. You know what I mean? Like, that's I get, just... I mean, it's like eating a small baby bird that was murdered with creme de menthe and then f- air fried for health. Like, whatever, you know? Like, <laughs> no. Just uh, This Ortolan is fat keto. Fried. Thank you very much. Yeah, just like then it's just like breaded and deep fat fried. And then you eat it in a single bite. And it's like the most expensive fucking thing ever. I wonder what the most expensive food item in the in the whole entire world is. Well, Ortolan's probably up there now because of how illegal it is. I, but that's what I'm talking, like a street legal food. Like, you can get a scotch egg made from a narwhal for... Well, I'm sure human. I'm sure the answer is always human. Like, how much does it cost to eat? I don't like, want to have to use a VPN to find the answer to this, Rory. Don't well, do no, this to look, me. Look, well, like, here's the thing I'm talking about. It's like the kind of thing where it's like you're this rich man of means. I'm not talking about like as horrible as, say, like going to a third world country and being like, I shall find and kidnap and eat a poor man's penis. <laughs> but instead, you're spending a shit ton of money. Hear me out. You're spending a shit ton of money um, where you're finding someone you know and kidnapping them and eating some part of them. I'm sure people have done that. And I'm what? sure that is very, very expensive. Have Basically, you ever... It's murder at that point. The thing is, you, you don't even need to spend money on that, dude, because the internet exists and mental illness is at its apex. You no, know no, no, about that's the... not what it's about. You're, you, you're worth a billion dollars, Scotch. This is about power and control. And Todd from marketing one day was like, he's I know he's a CEO, but fuck him. And everyone had a nice little laugh by the water cooler and you overheard it. So eventually you befriend him and lead him out to your island where you hunt him for sport. Like, it's all just like a long, you know, this isn't about just like taking a mentally ill person's penis and eating it. This is about domination and control. Well, Rory, you can still have this if you just like find someone on Craigslist who's like, you could eat my dick. I want you to eat my dick. Please eat my dick. Yes. Well, I'm not talking about the cheap ones, though. We're talking about like you're saying what the most expensive one is. If you're going to eat right. a dick, like, how, why do you need it to be seasoned with power and domination? Because you're worth a billion dollars and you're crazy. I think it's because you're a homophobe at that well, point. I, I'm sure there's a certain part of it in there, too. I'm taking your power, Derek. I heard <laughs> about what you did to Susan in accounting. <laughs> As he's sitting there watching and hip to be square plays in the background. I'm putting That's... a penis inside of me and 
Dr. Freud, hello, would have a field day, but you're the gay one because I dominated you before I ate your dick. Also, I have to kill you now. And he just pat, 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 pushes him over his mega yacht. Again, billionaire. Okay, I'm on board with the mega yacht. I like seascape murders. They're my favorite You're out kind. in the international waters. No one's going to find that body. Yeah. Sharks are going to get it. You made sure the story was that he was with all of his other friends and nobody knows he's actually with you. Everybody got something different and you're not implicit at all. No one knows he's there. Oh, <laughs> what a good one. And then you eat him and throw him overboard. <laughs> That's how Christopher because Walken got away with being an accessory to Natalie Wood's murder. So, you know. Really? Allegedly. Wow. He said, you're going to die now. Natalie. Natalie, you're talking to my guy Robert Wagner all wrong. Wrong tone. You made fun of the way I take the punctuation out of things. <laughs> so you're going to die. So, yeah, I mean, allegedly, yeah. It's terrible. That's fucked up, dude. It's you fucked up to, to think about. You hate to see it. Everyone loves Christopher Walken, and he might be a monster. Well, you can't really go by that maybe anymore, you know? Everybody's a monster in their own way. That's beautiful. And I think that's a beautiful thought. Yeah, exactly. Did you just come up with that right now? That, that'll that go wild on Etsy. Oh, boy. Let's put that on a... Can we put that on like a live, laugh, love placard? <laughs> is, there, is there the option to do that? You can cut... You can use this cutting board with those words. Everyone's a monster in their own way. Sky's the limit. Just, Oh, look at me cutting celery today, thinking of those words. Oh, I sliced my finger. Oh, God, it's deep. Oh. oh. I definitely oh, won't look deep. fucking stupid when the paramedics show up with my sweet, ironic cutting board. Oh, boy, losing a lot of blood. Should I put this in hot water or cold water? I don't. Ooh, it's all over the linoleum. All right. That sounds fun. I'm looking for the world's most expensive menu item. How's that sit with you? Fine. Let's uh, let's see it. I mean, again, I'm still telling you, it's always it's, it always will be man. Even though you can find cheap human, I'm sure there's some very expensive human out there as well. What, um, Rory? I don't know, dolphin? <laughs> I'm no longer interested in the most expensive food in the world. I want to know. You're going to eat someone, right? <laughs> for the I'm sake of the argument, <laughs> you're going to eat someone. How are you, Rory? No other changes in the scenario. You have the money you're going to have. You have the means you're going to have. So you can't be like, well, I have a high-powered car, and it turns into a submarine. Like, you can't oh, do any of that right shit. right now. You, Rory, how are you going to ensnare and eat a human being to within the 99% success rate? First, I'm going to set up like that talented Mr. Ripley nonsense. I'm going to find some people with means and make them feel like I also have means. <laughs> and then I'm going to eventually get them out into the middle of the boat where I, I club them with the oar and kill them. I want to know how I you feel get like the... at this point I'm crazy. Rory, I'm how are you going to prove to right these there. people that you have money? Oh, damn. See, that's the hardest part. That is the hardest uh, part. Yeah, that's because I'm uh, white trash. So how do you how do you? Hey, uh, look at these. Pe oh, fuck. <laughs> they're already gone. The thing I is, I go to try Rory... and talk to them, and they're high-powered security, just like it's like not with those shoes, no, with those shoes, sir. You can't even go over there. I was assured these were Ferragamo loafers, sir. <laughs> Buddy, you're wearing, you're just wearing your socks. It's outside. It's fucking, what are you? Well, good day, sir. Do you think Excuse all me? rich people are stupid as shit? Do you want me to answer that honestly, or do you want me, me to? Yeah. So that's the thing, Rory. Is I don't think you can like. The money thing, you'll get found out immediately. But what do all rich people need? At that need? point, I just take a bite of their shoulder. <laughs> I did it! 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't wait to talk about this on the podcast. None of that's admissible, I hope. I'm just caught on so many cameras. <laughs> Deranged man wearing socks. For some reason with his penis out for flair. <laughs> he was so pale. Oh, shit. I think he might have been a teen wolf. <laughs> I don't know. This tall, punchy dude came out of nowhere and bit my shoulder. It's really weird. You're at the point now, Rory, you could get away with doing some, like, Tom Green-esque bits. I don't think you as a teenager had the vavoom, like, the real, like to pull it off. But right now, you're in the pocket. Here's the problem. It's just there's so many of those asshole kids out there. I keep seeing videos online of, like, some prick, you know, dropping F-bombs at some store owner trying to, like, get him going and then get chased away by the guy so that he can get follows it just it seems like the most obnoxious thing in the world i feel like tom green did it at the best time where he was like the andy kaufman to all of this shit and um i wonder if he sits around like oppenheimer where he's like i have become death i am the destroyer of worlds i don't think so you're a monkey pruning derek you're a line <laughs> pendulum i happen to have been to Gruyere's. we decide Gruyere's? to quote the most obscure tom green thing out of everything he's got that's fine. Uh, people who know it will appreciate it. That's the point of Tom Green, and that's what I'm saying is I think he... It's just him and Jason Lee. He was in it for the yucks, man. He was not in it to be chasing clout, which is what all these imitators are doing. Well, it worked for you Tom Green. Yeah, you sit there and you go, he was perfect for that <laughs> terrible Charlie's Angels movie. <laughs> Bill Murray as Bosley. The Chad was and great. He... The Chad was great, and he jumps in the smokestack. <laughs> what the fuck is that? You must, somebody must have been like, no, we can't let you do that, because it just like gives the whole thing away as being absurd. It's like, no, I won't do it. <laughs> just like gets on set and probably does it anyway and blows every other tank. You could have the $650,000 back. If I can't jump in the smokestack, I'm not doing it. <laughs> like, okay, Tom Green, jump in the smokestack. It's like, Hooray! <laughs> He just starts licking a raw chicken right in front of them. I mean, I got to tell you, the guy gets results. Uh, it's, it's a shame he was blacklisted the way he was, because he probably had a couple more years. But he did kind of go off the rails. He was and he wasn't. I think right now, if there was a big demand for Tom Green, the, the fucking powers that be would make it happen. He's just doing well, his see, own thing. Well, it's just like after him came, you know, the Bam Margera's. Who sort of normalized it, and then the YouTube crowd came, and now to do what he did is just obnoxious, unless you're Sasha Baron Cohen. Well, and like Eric Andre kind of came along and did the talk show, so the Tom Green show would be redundant, because he would have to top that if he was going for that same kind of crowd. And Eric Andre, he he drank his own pee on on the other day on one of his shows, so I I feel like a lot of people aren't going to ever top that. Did he? He drank his own piss? Oh, yeah. Good man. Oh, yeah. He got naked and drank his own pee. All right. I respect that. That is some John Waters level shit. That is some Pink Flamingos action. You got to you gotta look it up. You got to look at, I mean, if there's one thing that you see before the end of 2020, it's Eric Andre drinking his own pee. Uh, I'm as surprised as you are. I unironically respect the hell out of that. That is commitment I don't know. to the bit. You didn't have I to do say, that, but he did it. It's incredible commitment. Uh, if he in fact legitimately did it, because you know they have to, they can't can't really show it all the way, but it 
sure seemed like it. And they invited some guy on who was not comfortable with it. So it was a nice touch. <laughs> he was not comfortable with it because secretly he's like, I would be into this if I knew there weren't cameras going right now. <laughs> he was just like, oh, my God, what's going on? Kind of a thing, which is, you know, what he's expecting. It's perfect. Great. It was a well done bit. It's a well done bit. Yeah, I was waiting for this whole season to be over before I started it. Mm. I got to be honest, I'm 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 trying to make the transition off of television shows into movies. I'm kind of burnt out on series. Uh, I've gotten into hate watching where I watch really crappy. Like I showed you, I told you about The Island. Like I watched that and yeah, I, uh, haven't, I haven't even seen that yet. Oh, it's garbage. It's the worst writing I've ever fucking seen on Netflix with the highest production value I've seen in a show that terrible. What's the uh, elevator pitch? I, What's going on in this show? Uh, all of these people wake up on an island uh, without their memories. And uh, you're trying to figure out why they're there. Oh, boy. Some stuff's going to happen to them. And it's all just the most hackneyed, awful. Like, what do you think it is? You wake up on an island. You don't have your memory. You're there with a bunch of other people. None of you trust each other. So it's identity, but with attractive people and shittier writing. I wish it was as good as identity. <laughs> I wish. Oh, I wish no. it was as good as oh, anything. Oh, no, Rory. It's terrible. Uh, just, you gotta, you gotta check it out. It's a real, <laughs> it's a real great one to hate watch. I've been trying to, like, you know, again, it's the kind of thing that makes, like, a, a movie like Hubie Halloween great to watch. Because you're like, oh, my God, this is fucking stupid and ridiculous. But, God damn it, I can't look away. It's fantastic. Well, the and again, is kind of like that. Is it funny or is it like they take it dead seriously? Oh, they take it dead serious. Oh, boy. But remember when we used to watch Riverdale? <laughs> and we weren't going to we talk about there, that, Rory. Laughing and laughing and laughing, holding hands like we did. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Uh, That's the least just... <laughs> embarrassing part of us watching Riverdale. Would you pass me a beer? Why, yes. Uh... <laughs> just little kisses on the cheek. <laughs> and uh remember how funny that show was even though how dead serious everyone took it, it was, yeah it was ironically very funny yeah that's like what the island is it's the worst pile of crap i've ever seen but again it's very pretty and it's hilarious and there's this guy who shows up at one point and is full texan and it's the funniest fucking thing oh it makes me want to buy a, cow a cowboy hat really so really bad Something tells me this actor is not actually from Texas. It's probably a British Just guy. Just walk around like an asshole with a, uh, wearing an all-white suit <laughs> and a white cowboy hat and just, well, boy, and just really piss off people from Texas. Powerful hot today, yeah. Mm, the dickens. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to check it out. But yeah, maybe uh, maybe you're right, though. Start watching movies. Again, I'm going through all of the Marvel films again right now, and uh, got to tell you, they don't hold up so great. They're just entertaining. They're just entertainment. They're not good writing. They're, They're medicine. Just entertainment. They're just medicine. Yeah. You show up, you take your medicine. Mm -hmm. It's dialysis. You come back the next time you need it, and it filters through you again. And then when you're done, you go home. And then when you start to have, you know, dialysis withdrawals or whatever happens to you. <laughs> In between, <laughs> yeah, great. When you're deep in the throes of renal failure, I don't know how these yeah. things work. Yeah, time is a hell of a thing, and you're just in there. Oh, I remember when I watched that when I was young, and oh, crack! Oh, oh the Doctor Iron Strange. Man. I see I the irony that. that I'm in an iron lung watching Iron Man. 
Thank you for the healthcare, Disney. Yeah, Disney care. That's uh, watch out for that in the next thirty years. I got my Disney insulin. Madam, we uh, scanned your Disney wrist chip, and um, don't have just enough. Gets bought by Disneyland. Yeah. That would actually be awesome if you renamed Florida Disneyland. The whole thing is Disney now. I it's mean, run I, like a I'd Disneyland. Probably visit Florida more often. But it's like, like Disneyland if Castro ran it. Just people get paid to dress up like Mickey and wander around the streets. Ha 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 ha. The state, the state is watching you. Ha ha ha. Your leaders know better than you. Ha ha ha. Oh, listen to That'd them. Be- That'd be fantastic. I'd, again, I'd visit so much more often, except they'd probably be annexed from the country at that point. Don't you think? Don't you think we would annex Disney Disney World? Annex Disney means, country. Annex means we'd make them part of the United States. Not annex. Oh, damn it. What am I meaning? Um, I mean secede, but I think that's the is, process. That's, of that's taking, when it's their choice. I think, that's yeah, they choice. take themselves out of the room. I'm saying we kick them out. I th- I, we expel yeah, them that? from the country. Yeah, the expulsion of Disney World. <laughs> Can you imagine that subheading in a textbook? Yeah, thank. Uh, everyone remembers this. And then uh, Georgia got bought by Starbucks. It's just Disneyland with Nazis, and they all just wear like all the like Mickey Mouse characters, and it's a small world characters and stuff have like bandoliers and shit. <laughs> They're all just super hard communists. <laughs> we have a Disneyland, but God willing. We'll have a Disney World! They <laughs> 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 just <laughs> our army of goofies on the front lines getting mowed down. That's Kill a beautiful the non-believers. <laughs> just goofy horribly stabbing you while you fight for land in Georgia. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> just cutting your stomach open. <sighs> oh damn. The state bought me this bayonet. <laughs> Mickey doesn't have That's... a very deep bench, does he? It's Mickey, Minnie, Goofy, and Pluto, right? Donald Duck. Donald, Donald Duck. Duck. Dressed like a hard fascist for this whole thing. They pull out Nazi Donald Duck from back during the propaganda days. Yeah, known fascist he's... anyway. He'll be like, oh, man. Is it Fash <laughs> Wednesday already? Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Noted fascist sympathizer Donald Duck. I think that's got to be the name of the episode. <laughs> I wonder if putting fascist fascist in the title gets you kicked off YouTube. It absolutely does. You're right. We can't do it. I Fuck it. I'm still willing to do it. Noted F word, Donald Duck. (laughs) They'll be like, "Uh, I don't know. Do they mean, they could mean a lot of things there. Now we got to listen to find out what F word they're talking about. (laughs) Got to listen to the episode. See, it works out perfectly. Now they get here, super disappointed, I bet. They all thought it was a different F word. We created some intrigue and you thought, Maybe this is a homophobic podcast. Until they get here, they're like, that wasn't what the episode was called. <laughs> I didn't name the episode that. Who knows? World's a crazy place. You guys are again, psychotic. Di- Florida gets bought by Disney. And uh, again, I think Georgia... Because fl- once Disney buys Florida, other states get bought as well. Amazon is going to buy somebody. I don't know what state it's going to be, but they're going to buy the cheap ones first. <laughs> so let's be honest. It's going to be probably Louisiana. Pretty much the rest of the South. Yeah. We can make some good workers here, says Amazon, and it just becomes a factory. Or Seattle, because they have this whole part there called the Green Jungle, and it's like oh, yeah. where all they hide all of their poverty under bushes. All the povs oh, and homelesses and 
scoundrels in Seattle all live in poverty in like a giant thicket, basically. It's like how they make favelas colorful, so you try not to notice the the horror. Exactly, Rory. Now you're getting the Seattle yeah. model. You're getting it. I get it. Look at me. I'm so cultured. Uh, so why don't we just let Bezos have a turn at the till? Well, I don't know. I mean, he's going to have to. I mean, Seattle seems like. I mean, you look at Washington. I, I always thought of that as being Starbucks territory. I think that's where it started, wasn't it? I mean, if Amazon and Starbucks are going head to head, though, I get what you're yeah. saying. Where like symbolically, Starbucks like Starbucks by Amazon. Yeah, immediately. So you're right. Let's be honest. I'm not being realistic. You're being much more realistic. Amazon buys Washington State. I like that we're just kind of carving up the the country for all the corporations. Hey, man, give it a couple of years. That's that's it's already it already is. I like they're that already, we're we're doing it for them. Carving up the government. What? Go on. No, I think we're demonstrating a level of value to these companies that's only going to oh, benefit sure. us. We might be state media in one of these states if we play our name. Oh, our how cards exciting! Right. Wouldn't that be fun? Uh, this just in, everything's wonderful, and you shouldn't question what our government is doing. <laughs> Back to you, Al. Just super Well, fun. Rory, thanks. And I'm here to tell you that the cold steel of a gun to the back of your head feels just as good today as it does every day when we record the Skimbo Lounge under duress. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? I am ah. not tapping a message into the mic. <laughs> and now, weather. Oh, it's raining because we get bought by Amazon and it's Washington State. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is fun. I'm trying to think of what other massive companies. I assume Microsoft buys somewhere. Um, they they would have probably a claim to Seattle, too. It would be actually kind of interesting to watch Microsoft right. and Amazon duke it out for fucking control of the we're Washington buy, Territory. We're going to buy half of California. Actually, let's buy the upper third of California, says Microsoft. And uh, this is obviously after Microsoft and Apple merge into Micromapple. Uh, a massive conglomerate. And this is how they fight Amazon for cloud computing, which is where everything's going. And they make AIs that fight each other in some sort of Tom Clancy novel. Okay. I've never read a Tom Clancy novel. I'm going to assume they're <laughs> filled with homoerotic violence, so I'm in. <laughs> Actually, maybe. I don't I gotta It's a lot of Tom spies Clancy and now. saunas with their balls out strangling each other, isn't it? In vivid detail. Just aggressive, <laughs> aggressive detail. I love it. I knew Malachi was the spy, but I couldn't stop staring at his scrotum. Just Perfectly pages manicured. And pages of that stuff. <laughs> Smooth, like a velvet handkerchief. I knew the only way to find out the information I needed was to make love to him that night. <laughs> yes, I told myself this was the only way. The hand job was not regrettable until the end when he finished. That was the moment I truly felt shame. But I made him lick it off my fingers, so we were pretty square in the end. Yeah, just like how Tom Clancy novels are written. It's just like my, like, just it. like my grandpa enjoys. <laughs> um, yep. You hear about this uh, this flag business downtown? In downtown uh, central Vermont? No. Downtown Gebery. Go on. How are you going to keep them down on the farm after they've seen Barry? So they've got the, – there's some group went to – first of all, I don't know where this would take place. I would assume, like everything else, at the Youth Triumphant statue, which if you don't know what that is, it's a big, giant, jacked, naked man with a sword 
who's kneeling in the middle of the town square, I think with a flag draped over him, maybe. Yeah, something like that. It's it's just, again, I always notice it's just a big, muscular dude kneeling in the name of the statue's youth triumphant. And it's made and, of granite. Yeah, and there's oh, a big, like, little bench thing behind it so you can sit and, I guess, look at the crack of his ass or whatever. But, like, it's right in Many the middle of it all in town. And that's where, like, the Trumpers go and have their little support group rallies and that kind of shit. They're still doing that, by the way. I think we talked about that last time. Sure. That's fucking but hilarious. So- well, feel however you want to feel, man, at this point, I guess. just yeah, whatever. I mean, I don't care. Just it starts to seem really sad at a certain point. It's just pathetic, yeah, if you're cool with that. But so what's going on down there? Is it just like a flag? or So we've got a flagpole down there, and I think some group, I'm assuming this is the location, but the story I know to be true, a group petitioned the city to put up a BLM flag. And okay. the city was like, yeah, we'll do that. Seems like an open and shut case, right? You would be wrong. Because <laughs> no. as no, we it doesn't seem like an open and shut case. All of a sudden, they have to hold the crackpot convention and let everyone come out of the woodwork to be like, if you're going to fly a BLM flag, you got to fly my interest flag. And so now the city has agreed to in rotation, which is so disappointing. I wanted it to be all at once, like the UN. But they're going to fucking fl- roll out 22 different flags in a calendar we- year. We need to get a flag made and petition for it to join. We literally just have to show up with a Skimbo Lounge flag and go, you will fly this at some point because it is our religion and you can't discriminate against us. So, yes, we can. (laughs) No, you may not because you've got the BLM flag, the Marines, the Star of David, and I'm like, (laughs) off to a great start. Awesome. (laughs) Immediately, I was like, the Marines and the and the uh, Israeli flag, off to an excellent start. What else we got? Anything else interesting? I don't, Anything um, else of note? The Ethan Allen or the Green Mountain Boys, which people have a problem with because apparently they like murdered Hella Abenaki. Um, uh, I think an I, Abenaki I flag is in rotation. Mm-hmm. Can so we just get a flag that says "Honk if you're horny" on it? <laughs> sneak that in because what a great day that would be. You just go down there and look at the flag and just hear the like the cacophony of honking horns, dude. That would That's bring a flag. I would salute right there. It would That's bring beautiful. the city back together when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Look at this. That's my favorite flag all year. Is the honk of your horny sign? Doesn't <laughs> doesn't like tell you what it means too much other than honk that horn if you're horny. Just it's a simple message. Long, everyone's just honking every now and then. There's a traffic accident because people don't understand what's going on. Some people aren't in on the joke. It's a simple message. <sighs> you use the horn That's, if you're horny. It just makes sense. It's beautiful. You're I, right. uh, get along. Everything can get along with that. Dude, I think if we zoomed into a city council <laughs> meeting and we were like, this is our proposal because the town is already a laughing stock for being like, we need to do 22 different flags because people got butthurt about the BLM <laughs> one. We can't just let BLM do that and have that and like – have that be a separate thing. We, the next month, need to fly the thin blue line flag, the the Blue Lives Matter flag. Like, Great. why don't we just all lie down and piss in each other's mouths? Like, what the fuck? So you've already made really us... like a, that. Yeah, you've already made us a complete fucking joke, so why don't we cure everyone's problem and fly the honk if you're horny flag? Just leave it at that. I mean, yeah, wouldn't that be nice? It doesn't, doesn't tell you where you stand on anything else. It's not divisive. 
Actually, uh, people would come out of the woodwork to be like, I don't want the word horny over. I drive my niece through here every day. And she asked me what horny means, and it was a difficult question for me. So I lied to her, ensuring that she'll say it awkwardly in public and embarrass herself. Don't you understand? I don't want to have to do that to her, and I don't want to have an honest conversation. Take the flag down. Thank you, Agnes. Your time is up. Duly noted. I yield my time. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gee, Stone Cold Move, Agnes. Damn. You know, that would be a lot funnier if everyone didn't do that at the end of their time, no matter how much they had left. <laughs> Most of you are actually over and we're being nice. You don't. There's anyways. The joke doesn't work. You guys, you're the worst. And they make you and me the mayor and the city planner. Oh, man. Or the if city, the city manager. Crazy people. Oh, I'd love it. I just wouldn't be nice to people. If they're like, we're going to give you this position, I'd be like, all right, I'll listen to these people, but I'm going to tell them they're stupid at the end of it. Hey, that's great, and you're wrong. Next. <laughs> that'd, be such a, that'd be such a great job. They're like, Rory, you can't, you can't keep telling people that. You're a public, you're a civil servant. Yeah, and I'm serving the public by telling them how stupid they are. You know what I tell them? My dick is a civil servant, and I slap this it on fair. the table. And then once in the year 2021, an entire city got together to hang a man. And the uh, the police came, and they couldn't uh, they couldn't prosecute a whole city, so they all got away with it. It's just me hung for everyone to remember by the youth triumphant sign, while the Blue Lives Matter flag hangs in the background. Just bah. I think uh, I think it's that's that's set in stone, Roy. We're zooming into the next one. We're taking over the town. We joke about fascist regimes on this show, but let's be honest. If we take over Barry, that's what ours would be. Because we know better than these fucking mouth breathers. I mean, I'd really like to think that if we were to establish a government, there'd be more um, people talking in silhouettes on screens. Just like no one knows everyone's identity. Have you taken care of the other problem that we talked about last Thursday? And it's just all these shadowy, ominous conversations where we don't quite say what we mean. But people are dying. Uh, and everyone's kind of scared. Yeah, yeah, Zoom tribunals and shit like that. Exactly. Guilty! Just <laughs> angry. He hasn't even spoke yet, Your Honor. <laughs> just me banging a gavel. On the other side of a television screen. We're just remotely blowing up people's houses from Zoom. Mm -hmm. Well, and I see the being like, you know, these are old TVs, too. You can't quite see what's going on. The, the resolution's very poor. If we could get, like, whatever Victrola's use for uh, their speaker system, and we could hook those up to my voice so I sound like I'm at a shitty ball game in uh, 1943. That's That's what I want. That's my dream. What a, what a beautiful world that would be. I hope to make it happen for you. If there's anything I can do. <laughs> and you can be my executioner. That'll be great. Guilty! Off with his head! I just... <laughs> love my job. A lot of yeah. head choppings. Well, I tell you what, Rory. Doesn't we... that sound fun? <laughs> Sounds fantastic. <laughs> Will you, if you're, so if, if we're, I don't care who's what, but if we're the mayor and the city manager in this scenario, mm -hmm. all I need to know is that you support a measure that I'm going to introduce, which is something I've been thinking about for a while. Taco Tuesdays? That's such a hack joke. 
The Taco <laughs> Tuesday thing is so fucking played out. I don't even want to. I, I don't even want to do I my bit anymore. It. The minute you said it, I was like, <laughs> I know. <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> Perfect. Jesus Christ! If that fruit were hanging any lower, Rory, you'd step on it. Ah, uh, the perfect railroad. I guess. I guess. I mean, if you feel good about yourself for doing that. No, I don't. I, I can't stop you. Sometimes you got to get your hands in the muck so that other people don't have to. Don't you understand? Who paid you to do this? Was it Jeff? <laughs> uh, I accept Bitcoin, Jeff. Oh, my goodness. I don't know, man. So what should we do next? Should we remake Gremlins with Kevin Hart as all the Gremlins? I feel like they are remaking Gremlins. No. I, I heard something about a Gremlins remake where they were like, don't worry, guys. We're not using CGI for the Gremlins. We're going to do that shit. OG. I think they talk about this shit all the time in the same way that they talk about doing a Beetlejuice sequel. But Ke Michael Keaton is melting. We don't have a lot of time. Like, he's not going to look the same. He's supposed to be well, like yeah, a how ghost. Yeah, how are you going to argue that? How are you going to argue that everything, like, everything stayed the same because they're all dead? Like, you're going to look at all those guys and be like, wow. Are they going to, again, are they going to throw, like, a CGI filter on all these guys? Like, like they do in the Irishman movies? Yeah. <laughs> Is this, remember, we said we wanted to see that. So I want to see Michael Keaton trying to run around like he's Beetlejuice again. I want to hear the clicking in his knees, though. I don't want them to edit that shit out. <gasps> Oh, like I want to see the takes where he's like, I hurt myself, and someone comes to help him up. He's like, Get off, get off me! I'm Michael Keaton. I'm fine. I don't need your shit. He just stays in character the whole time. Whoa, <laughs> don't touch me. <laughs> he he fucking how great would Mr. it be <laughs> if we got a sequel to Beetlejuice, but it was just The Irishman with Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Keaton, you've got a compound fracture. Uh, call me Beetlejuice. Uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah, showtime. <laughs> You're losing a lot of blood, Beetlejuice. Ugh. Oh, Beetlejuice. Oh, it's Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> I heard you haunt houses. <laughs> well, I could do that for you. I could do that, that is... for you. Uh, they wouldn't even have to put makeup on him. If you haven't seen The Irishman, that joke makes zero sense. And if you haven't seen Beetlejuice either, then, I mean, what, did you grow up in a cave? I'm not yeah, responsible you for you. you lost a lot of that, didn't you? That's okay. Lydia! Um... What uh, what else then? Again, I want to see that though because of the the face the, the the CGI. Again, we're pro when they use CGI. And again, who oh yeah the person they're gonna throw into um, Beetlejuice? I'm not I'm not pro Uncanny Valley dead person recreated performance. I am pro old as fuck <laughs> over the hill washed up actor with the CGI face because that shit is funny as hell. Yeah, see, that's a great one to hate watch. That's what that is. Like, I wish Marlon Brando was still alive so we could give him his young face for a movie. He's just this <laughs> young <laughs> godfather. He's <laughs> <laughs> just this walrus with a big sand ass, but the most handsome face ever. <laughs> what are uh, you going to do? You're 17 years old. <laughs> I can't look like this anymore. <laughs> he just sweats too profusely all the dots fall off so the face just like melts at different intervals <laughs> ah, just little children running away they don't edit any of it out that's a great bit that's a great bit right there <laughs> makes me sad <laughs> makes me sad a little bit
Oh, man. Marlon Brando was a fucking asshole, uh, though, so it's okay. Yeah, I hear about all the shit he used to do where he would, like, tape his lines to the chest of the person he was acting across so he could just read them off of them. Yeah, in his later years. Like, when he gave a shit, it was, like, virtuoso performances. And then, sure, like, it... in direct correlation to how fat he got, he stopped trying as an actor. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you're obviously referencing Apocalypse Now, which he just sunk. Oh, man, I hate that. I you hate can't... what he did to that movie. I don't know. It doesn't it it's not the same thing as what as what we were told was intended, but what we got worked. It's only knowing what you could have had. It's it's grass is always greener syndrome. Oh, yeah, this would have been better. We don't know that it would have been better. I I they did they Francis Ford Coppola made chicken salad out of chicken shit when Marlon Brando showed up to the set 60 pounds overweight and somehow bald and he just like <laughs> filmed him in shadow and used a body double and did all this clever stuff to like amplify his mythic status inside the, the movie. So he did yeah. the best. He, he did the smart filmmaker thing. Sure. I just would have loved to have seen the version of it that he had originally envisioned for that character. I think that would have been very interesting to see. It would have been where he's very intense. And cause again, they paint him to just be, this figure the whole movie is about it and then you get to the end and it's just dumpy ass brando and he does a great job with what he did with it and i'm talking about francis ford coppola because it's clear that brando is just fucking there man even the last line he gets hacked to death with a machete look how he fucking said forget it i don't even i don't that does i don't know the performance does not bother me as much but I am with you in that I wish I could have seen it play out the way Francis Ford Coppola thought it was going to play out. That would sure. be interesting, but I can't gauge whether or not it would have been inherently better without having seen it. It's Schrodinger's good Brando. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. You just hear about the, what was the other movie he did that on with uh, Val Kilmer? Island of Dr. Moreau. Yes. Where he just showed up and didn't give a fuck, and him and Val Kilmer just fucked around the whole th- the whole time. They just yeah, that whole thing. There's a great documentary about it, um, Lost Soul. It's about the director mm-hmm. Richard Stanley getting fired from the movie. Yeah, I feel and like I watched a little bit of that. John Frankenheimer comes in and takes it over, and it's just like massive rewrites, and the sets getting destroyed by tsunamis. It's just like yeah. every shitty thing that could have happened on this movie did. And then the movie's and a big pile of shit. They spent amount of money. They spent so much money on it, too. Yeah, dude. Like, you just sit there, and they're like, and by this point, <coughs> we were $30 million over budget. And, uh, you know, we were thinking, you know, we can still pull this out. And you're like, oh, my God. Well, you have to. You I just have can't to... even imagine. You have to deliver a product or you're fucked. So they're like, we'll bring in a veteran director and John Frankenheimer. The funny thing, too, is the original director, Richard Stanley, like disappeared. No one could find him. And then, like, <laughs> he just randomly was at, like, some towny bar on this weird, like, Fiji, like, some kind of, like, Tahitian island or whatever. And uh-huh. so these, like, f- members of the crew found him and were like, hey, come back to the set with us and they did him up like one of the animal monsters and he just hung out on set all day and was like in a bunch of scenes in the movie completely undercover the studio (laughs) didn't know john frankenheimer didn't know that's incredible it's a good salad that's so cool i'm thinking like 30 years later they found him at a bar playing piano just like oh yeah just walked away 
came in here, started this job, never looked back. He refused to take off the pig man prosthetics. <laughs> Lost his mind. <laughs> They've been paying me in mints. <laughs> Just smells like shit. <laughs> Never and then moves. what's the other good Marlon Brando one? Oh, the score, which was De Niro and Edward Norton. And uh, uh, what's his name? Brando did the entire movie, except for like, I think, two shots. But the entire rest of the movie, he's in a seated position and he doesn't have any pants on because he was so fucking <laughs> fat that wearing pants was uncomfortable for him. So, so he, he just, just didn't do it. He just walked around in the top hat, of, like the top <laughs> half of a linen suit and a Panama hat. Can you imagine being so in demand as an actor? <laughs> you can walk onto a set bottomless and be like, all right, all right, team, huddle. All right, what do we do to fix this? Because he's not putting on pants. Uh, some dude's just like, put him at a table. Someone promote that man. Rick, what's your name? Get, get him a chair. Like Sorry, just- he's too fat for tables. He'll distort the, the whole thing. Damn it, you're right. Cut the legs off that chair. Get it lower. We'll get the table higher. His gut will fit. It'll work. It'll work. They just find whatever it is you rest a giant globe in and prop him inside of that. <laughs> <laughs> you just imagine seeing him with all these ludicrous set pieces in front of him. <laughs> uh, I don't know. His I fat little feet don't touch the ground. Yeah. <laughs> how can, how, the, how would you... Park. How would you fucking feel being Edward Norton? Young Edward Norton. You're like, I get to do a movie with Marlon Brando. And you show up and he's not wearing any fucking pants. So disillusioned. I'd be like, well, this is making it. This is what making it is. Like, watching someone who, like, had hit the pinnacle of their career and stayed at this high plateau to the point where they wanted him in the movie and let him not wear pants. And you're just this kid who comes in and goes fuck am i gonna have one day be able to not wear pants on set maybe that's what he was thinking edward norton's like man one day i'm gonna be lucky enough to be in some movie totally fucking bottomless just staring an intern unblinking just waiting i'm gonna come give me a latte (laughs) just uh, just doing whatever the fuck you want someone has to wear clothes at all honestly just like sit in your trailer like Jabba the Hutt in between takes. I think all think actors that... should just get that fat like that. I mean, way ahead of you. I <laughs> one said, day. Yeah. I said actors. Yeah, one day I'll start acting. And they'll be like, wow, you're fat as an accomplished actor, sir. And I'll go, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. <laughs> you obviously recognize my talent. This guy over here is ready to be an actor. He can suck the filling out of a hot pocket in 90 seconds or fewer. <laughs> I got my own straw. <laughs> He's a fucking phenom. Get him at La Scala. This is how I save the environment. I use some metal fun. straw to suck the juice out of my hot pockets. <laughs> Don't even cook that fucking thing. Just leave it out. What I'm doing is environmentally friendly and a seagull just oh. lands on you. <laughs> Starts cleaning you. <laughs> We're not near a body of water. <laughs> just... Yeah, it's just Nebraska. <laughs> Usually these are pigeons. This is a welcome sign. We must be close to a body of water. 
be fucking amazing. Well, better, better turn over so we can get the other side. <laughs> this sounds like a great future. We need to write this movie, I think. I th- it's been written. It's called Wally. Oh. All the people get fat as shit and just zoom around in chairs. Oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I haven't actually, spoiler, I've never seen Wally. I've uh, never well, seen that movie. Spoiler alert all the people are obese and live in chairs. I've heard it's not a good movie. I heard we destroy the earth in it or something. We do. Spoiler. Yeah. Sorry. Is it like the first three minutes of Up where you're like, at the end of it, you're like, oh, no, my heart. No, and I never finished Up for exactly that reason. I saw the first three minutes oh. of Up. In a crowded FYE on a Saturday while I was hungover, and I did not have it in me not to cry in public at the fucking movie. I'm not crying. You're crying. I need to get out of this mall. I was just, just a run. broken man at the university mall, just staring at this monitor, like, "What? This is a yeah. children's movie." Yeah. The first time I saw that, I was like, "Holy hell! Nothing matters. Nothing at all matters. No hope. No hope. Oh, look, he's gonna." He's going to use balloons. Well, why? Why did they set the first half being so bleakly realistic? And then the second half, he uses balloons to lift his house off the ground. That's a fair point. Like, they didn't have to go that hard in the paint. You know like, what dude, I mean? It, like, he could have just been a small heavy. business owner. And that could be, like, instead of his house, like, he lives above his clock repair shop or whatever. And that's well, all so he's do you got. Know, do you want to know the like what happens to him in Up? Uh, his house basically like gets in the way of a major development for this yeah. huge company, and he ends up like hitting one of them with his cane, and the dude bleeds. And the, they're finally like, "Oh, this is going to be the way to get his fucking house and to get his property. We're going to sue him." And he just uses the balloons to fuck off. Oh boy, he won up on him because you know they're evil. So honestly, I enjoyed watching the blood. I was I got it something different out of it than what they show in the movie, which is like, violence is bad, look what it's going to do, but also he got away, and you feel okay for him anyways. But that old man committed assault, Koch. He committed assault. <laughs> violence solves everything. I've always said that. <laughs> Was Am I mistaken, or did he, like, doesn't he fight, like, an actual Nazi in a dirigible? Like, isn't the villain <sighs> a fucking, like, SS officer or something? I mean, they're all wearing, like, very corporate black but I'm like talking the, about the guy the, in the in the in the dirigible, the Zeppelin. Oh, I don't even remember that guy. Because um, I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen enough from it to be like, I think that's a Nazi. Well, I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie. From I don't remember the guy's costume, so I can't tell you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, he was a Nazi. He had, could have been World War One German, for all we know. He was like the Kaiser isn't in power anymore. Oh, this is terrible. Terrible. a Zeppelin. No. <laughs> yeah, just flying around. Do not shoot at it. It's Please. not full of helium. Uh, what was the th- what do they fill hydrogen and it just explodes like the Hindenburg and he dies horribly. I mean, that would be par for the course for Pixar. Did you hear about their new movie? Is it just people dying? Uh yeah, actually. Guy it's with a, a machine gun. It's about a guy Go whose soul gets separated from his body and he has to like oh, journey Jesus. through there's like before life, afterlife, and life. So he has to, like, escape from the afterlife to go to the before life to try to get back to his body before it fucking dies. Oh, fuck. And it stars Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. Bring the family. Well, I love Jamie Foxx, so I'll probably watch that. Dad, Uh, uh, after 
saw seeing this movie, I want to know, can Grandma's soul come back from the dead too? Uh, no, Grandma's soul can't do that. Then the movie lied. Adults lie. You're going to find that out. That's... <laughs> you just went hard with it. It's going to be, uh, maybe, son, maybe. <laughs> there, there's, there's no God. Well, you write about one thing. Look at you go. Gives a little pat. There you go, Scamp. Musses up his hair. <laughs> Off they drive into the night. What do you say we go stare into the void together? Okay. Then. And that's the start of the new Pixar film. <laughs> <laughs> Nihilism. Yeah. With original songs written by Elton John. Oh, look, it's got Jamie Lee Curtis in it and uh, Dave Chappelle playing the eight-year-old kid. That felt like bait for me to do a Dave Chappelle impression, Rory, and look at the the good sense I showed not doing it. Well done. I'm so proud of you. I respect You're the getting... hell out of that man, and I would love to do an impression oh. of him. Best comedian, uh, best comedian uh, around now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's him and, like, I love Patton Oswalt, but I haven't seen him do much in recent years. <sighs> That's as different as, like, heroin and waffles, baby. Like, completely... True. Yeah, different stand-up, really. But still, well, they're, you can, both, you can yeah, they're both great. They can, they can both be great. You're right. That's if why you can love them both. It's like I, like, I like waffles and I like pancakes. Don't you make me choose. You can have it all. Although I'll probably, I'll probably always pick waffles over pancakes. I feel like they're just usually better. Um, My hipster ass is going to come in and go, <laughs> French toast. Ooh, French toast is great. Bitch. When you can get good French toast. I'm not a huge cinnamon guy, though, so when they're like, oh, it's baked right in there, I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to do that then. Listen, you can take or leave the cinnamon. Don't yeah. let that spoil a French toast experience for you. But it does. It does. I'm sorry. Well, you got to get over is that This is just shit. tree bark? Is it? Just, is that what cinnamon is? Yeah, it's just tree something, isn't it? Isn't what it tree, tree does bark? cinnamon come from? The cinnamon tree. <laughs> I just always knew there were, like, cinnamon sticks. I assumed that they, you know, grew in a canister in the ground ready to be harvested. And maybe it's an herb or something. I'm just totally wrong. I've got to look it up now. You could do your obnoxious Siri thing if you'd like. Indian Siri, you want her? Uh, do you want her is what I was saying. Well, I mean, I think we all know the answer to that. I'm going to marry Indian Siri as soon as there's well, the technology to... Well, I'm going to beat you to it, so you got to hurry if you're going to try and talk to Indian Siri. Okay, well, let's try it. Oh, I already beat you. Cinnamon is a spice obtained from the inner bark of several tree species from the genus Cinnamomum. So it is so bark. Tree bark. Inner tree bark. Very important. You're eating tree bark, motherfucker. Yeah, and guess what? You're, you're a plant. It affects your insulin resistance, so it's good for you. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your insulin oh, sensitivity. Hurts. Oh, my insulin sensitivity. <laughs> oh, specifically that. <laughs> I feel it right here next to my duodenum. Weird that you said that. I was thinking duodenum. Mm -hmm. That's fucking weird. <laughs> Get out of my brain. That's fucking weird. Okay, mm -hmm. let's see if you can think of um, the first thought I had upon waking up today. What do you think it was? Fuck. <laughs> no, that it was yours. Uh, First thought upon waking up. Yeah, what it uh, was the first thought I had as I was like coming out of sleep. I hope my dad doesn't call me today. <laughs> Close, but that is way too lucid. <laughs> I woke up today and for some reason, like as I was like coming uh, out Nicki of Minaj. my sleep, I wish. I was thinking about like a narwhal's vagina. 
And how funny it would be if like a narwhal vagina just had a horn for the clitoris. (laughs) I had that entire thought as I was waking up and then I went, oh, I'm awake. (laughs) (laughs) It's a weird dream. It wasn't even a dream. It was like that moment where you're awake. You don't quite realize it. And you're finishing off whatever chemicals were firing while you were asleep. And I literally was like, what does a narwhal's vagina look like? I bet it's got oh, a horn where the clitoris is. That's not how I wake up. See, that's why I didn't really know. That's, that's not really my process. But I literally like, you know how they talk about like Kanye West is like, I just get ideas. It's a symphony of ideas. And then I just put them out there. Like that happened to me. It's just unfortunately wasn't like a multi-platinum album. It was a <laughs> narwhal's vagina. So that's your filter. I see. It's just different. It's just different things. You just got to figure out how to make rap about that now. And you'll be great. That's very you'll true. You'll be great at that. Narwhal Pussy, you know people would listen to that song. I feel like that should be your your name, your hip-hop name. Mm. That's not bad, Narwhal Pussy. Yeah. You're welcome. Jeez. That's pretty good. I, uh, yeah. What So, that's that's where I'm at when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, I just wake up. I just have those moments where I'm screaming. Ah! Oh. Do you legitimately wake up screaming? No. Have you ever? I mean, messed up. I mean, I've definitely woke up because I, 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 uh, a couple of weeks ago had this thing where like I went to go to bed and first I looked down at my bed and there's just that one spider, like those tiny little bastards. And he's just sitting on my bed and I'm just like, okay, don't panic. I got to get something to either let this thing outside or kill it. Let's look around first. Do I have anything that I could let it outside with? No, I don't. Okay. I got to kill this thing. What am I going to kill it with? I find something. I look over, and there it is, and it just slips down the back of my mattress. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm never going to find it. And it just – it's gone. So there was just this spider down there, and I, like, pulled my whole bed apart and, like, looked for it, and I never found that motherfucker. So, like, I had a couple of nights where I woke up, like, in the middle of it, like, spider! But other than that, yeah, it doesn't normally happen. Hmm. But it has happened, absolutely. What are you afraid this spider's going to do to you? It doesn't matter. It's just like a childhood fear. It's like heights or anything else, which mm-hmm. isn't really the problem. The fear is falling. It's not the fear of heights. It's the fear of falling from high places. Mm, you're afraid that the spider is going to push you from a high place. Yes. Like, what if one day I fall off the side of the bed because the spider pushed me? You know what Freud says about that? That I'm gay. Yes, I know. We've yeah. discussed this. But you're gay, yeah. specifically for your dad. Yes. And I, I want to kill my mom so that I can have sex with my dad. Thus That's the spider. Talk exactly. About. Exactly. Yes. I'm just making so sure nice. we're in agreement here. Yes. And now yeah, no, the no, listeners no, yes. know. Uh, I think uh, me and the listeners, I think we've all uh, studied enough Freud to be on the same page about this one. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> I forgot what a learned crowd we have who only uh, respond yes. when we talk about sucking balls, our own or someone else's. <laughs> Nicole, that was a good pod. That was a funny one. I really like that part. Yeah, they really kept going do... back to the ball sucking well, man. It was like the best one yet. Yeah, you should really, you should really go on with that one. That one was, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't that just be great? You guys should just make that what the pod is about. Yeah, I especially love the part where they talked about creating a charity that gets pedophiles into beekeeping so they don't have time to molest kids. Like that was very funny. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. You know, that's the kind of content I come to this podcast for. 
I don't care like how you're holding that up the that's quarantine. What people ex- yeah, I'd like to think that's what people expect from us now. They're like, well, you guys talk about your lives. It's really sad and depressing. We like you guys when you talk about the weird shit that kind of is funny and also kind of makes me uncomfortable. Like that fun little spot where, like, the next time we all visit, I'm going to think about you guys talking about pooping on each other's chests and weird shit like that. And that's the way I'd like to keep this. When I'm not hearing your podcast, you do not exist as far as I'm concerned. And every week mm-hmm. I tune in, and you guys say funny stuff. Like, like having, oh, it'd be funny if we had sex with a triceratops. Like, that made me laugh so hard. Because what a funny word, triceratops. I have the intellect of a fourth grader. I'm the average Skippo so Lounge listener, after all. Stegosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> Where are some keys? Do you have some keys to jingle for the audience? Just what about maybe? Pegasaurus? Did you guys ever think about, like, what if you got pegged by a dinosaur? Uh, <laughs> Isn't pterodactyl fun? Because it starts with a P. <laughs> that don't make no All sense. Right. Uh, who named that one? An asshole. That's I who. love this podcast. What a dick. Uh, Sorry, guys. How are we doing on time? Um, Let's see. We're pretty good, actually. Yeah, we go a little while longer because I do have something I want to share with you. All right, go ahead. Why don't you get it over with then? I'm glad you you waited and got we got all the good stuff out so that you could save this thing for now. <laughs> it's very important that we did this. Well, to be fair, it's not like the most I'm sure you'll have a take on it, but it's a little blurb I have to read to you. I have to establish a little backstory on it. I hate this. I hate this already. So I was I was uh scrolling through Instagram and someone that I know to be a part of one if not more, at least one but potentially several multi-level marketing schemes. Oh, jeez. Posted a meme that was like, what people think multi-level marketing schemes... Or <laughs> I wish they'd admitted it was a scheme. What a multi-level marketing business or whatever, what people think it is. And it's Program. a lion with a baby lion's entire head in its mouth. And it goes, what I actually do, and it's that same picture from a different angle of a mama lion carrying her cub by the scruff of the neck and it's just like oh see it's deceptive you say multi-level marketing scam <laughs> and suddenly people don't take you seriously i'm not here to fleece you of money i'm here to help you fleece other people of money you have to look at it yeah. that way i'll be the mama lion and one day you'll be the mama lion and you, where you'll take advantage of your children <laughs> and i'll be dead by the time the seventh person down the line gets anything multi-level marketing is such a scary thing man well i did you hear about I this get, this chick that's retired at 30 because of multi-level marketing? Great. There's a certain percentage of everybody who's going to retire at 30. There's people on Wall Street bets who take $100,000 of their life savings and throw it at GameStop puts or you know or throw throw it at some random fucking thing back in March and made $3 million. It doesn't make them smart. It makes them crazy. It it, it is legitimately insane and it is a level of narcissism that quite frankly, is the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. you got to fucking hear, hear this post about this girl. Her whole thing. Oh, God. Wait, she, did she write this herself? She, this is on her Instagram. She wrote an announcement declaring <laughs> herself retired at 30. She's wearing a shirt. I'm not going to lie to you, Rory. She's extremely attractive. So that, that already she's got points in her favor. So that's why you read this. <laughs> Shut up, Rory. <laughs> retired. Adjective. I do what I want, when I want. See, also, not my problem anymore. That's her sassy little crop top. Lovely. And the post reads, and just like that, 
It's a wrap. Ten years ago, a 20-year-old walked into what she thought would be the rest of her life. But here we are, retiring at the age of 30. Again, to do a multi-level marketing scam, like, full-time, professionally, has a website for it and everything. Skincare products and hair care solutions. Come and see my wares and my wagon as I come rolling into your town. Here's a tonic that will grow back the hair on your balls. Back? Why do I want more hair on my balls? I'm trying to get rid of it as it is. This is ridiculous. Some people are into that. And for everyone else, How is manscaped. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, that's incredible. I is just, there more? There's more, isn't there? That, Rory, this is the most like narcissistic shit you've ever heard. I'm sure most will think this was the easiest decision of my life, and truth be told, it wasn't, because being a career woman was what I was convinced I was destined for. But here's the deal. I no longer have to miss out on doctor's appointments or school activities. I can go have lunch with my husband and pick up my daughter from school. I can stay and watch her dance lessons while sipping on my favorite coffee without rush. I can plan vacations without feeling guilty for time away from office duties. I've realized that life is meant to be filled with joy. And sidebar, nothing brings her more joy than defrauding people and taking their money so that she can go on vacations and get coffee while she watches her daughter's little league. I'm a horrible person. <laughs> and I, I don't mean this in the meanest way I can, but it still comes out in the way you know I mean it. Her husband's still working. Of course he is. And... No offense, it would be great if she was like, I made so much fucking money in the past 10 years that me and my husband are retiring and we're spending the rest of our lives living. I made so much fucking money, you guys. You don't even know. But instead, it sounds like she's like, well, 10 years and I quit. That's it. And I'm not going to do anything else. That's it. How did I get here? I married and had a kid and he stuck with me forever because he didn't sign a prenup and he has a ton of money and I will take it and retire anyways. Because if you don't, if you out there listening don't think there are people who think like that and do that, I know that's not woke. I know that's not feminist or some shit, but make no mistake, if this girl, if this oh, and woman. guys do this to women all the time, too. Don't yeah, get me guys wrong. are just, fucking. This is the one particular scenario. We're, we're all equal pieces of shit. Guys I don't are, say guys, any of what I said because it's gendered. I say it because it's what she's doing. Guys are kept man pieces of shit, too. It's just. I hope to be a kept man one day. Don't we Wouldn't look? That be wonderful. I've said multiple times on the podcast that like I need a, a crazy woman to bring me into her life and quickly kill me. So we all have different needs. Introduce me to your attractive great aunt or grandmother who like lives in her upper class penthouse in Manhattan, and I will love her varicose veins until I give her COVID and take her money. You follow that roadmap right up to the honeypot, Rory. We can share it. We can share her money. I don't care. Just, you know, that's that's my plan. I'm doing I'm not doing this podcast for money. So And I just want to die, so Rory has to figure out how to do a podcast alone. Exactly. Well it's just gonna be be like, that's funny, Alex. And just doing a bunch of fake stupid voices. I'll have to start doing crack, I assume, if that's the case. I really recommend it. Yeah, I'll have to lean into the skid hard, you know, once you kill yourself. I assume with a shotgun, you know. We've talked about doing something special for the 100th episode, which is fast approaching. Should we smoke crack on the 100th episode? <laughs> I don't I don't want to do that. I don't think... Are you sure? No, I'm pretty sure. Let's say, I'm, I mean, I'm a confident 60% sure. That's, that's a no. <laughs> well, all right. 
I don't want to be a, a regular Brett Kavanaugh over here and, and fucking tell you you don't know what you're talking about. So It's one of those things where you're going to be like, hey, Dave, I didn't know you got wet. And I'm going to be like, oh, no. And uh, then we'll have a whole, you know, fun Wayne Brady night. I don't know how you how you dose someone with crack. I guess I would have to like be like, "Hey, yeah, Rory, I you... feel like you probably hear it." <laughs> I, you I want think this very loud cigarette. <laughs> You'd know pretty immediately. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, "Hey, this is pretty," and I just fall the fuck over. Well, we got to do something special, and it should be humiliating too, right? Like there was the the twisted T fiftieth episode, which I realize you weren't on, but. That's why we got to make get, up for lost time. Let's just get some canvases and some, uh, some you know, like a nice easel and paint something with our poop. <sighs> that sounds that sound nice. We'll, that sounds exhausting. No, you're right. That's true. Because then again, you have to like get the right consistency of poop. So it's like, when do you start preparing for this? We're already past the date. You're right. That's a good point. But it's also like. <sighs> It was we'd a beautiful have to, dream. We'd have to set a video for it and stuff, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. it wouldn't it just be easier if we like did ether on the air, you know? I guess that would involve us falling asleep, but then that would probably still be. The Welcome best to the Skimbo we Lounge. We're all right. We're gonna start. <coughs> <coughs> yeah. I'm covered in ants. It sounds like actually a pretty great episode. Everyone's like, it was the best ASMR I've ever heard. It was pretty great. One of them woke up and just shrieked for nine minutes. It sounded like a Captain <laughs> Beefheart song. It's fucking great. Classic. Uh, speaking of songs, by the way, exciting news on the 100th episode front. I think what we can tell people, exclusive dip right here. We're going to debut a brand new theme song. On the 100th episode. Are we? Yeah. I got I got the word today from our old pal Eric, who is going to oh. give us one of his original songs that That's he has, fun. like, custom polished for us. He's going to let us use it as the opener. That sounds good. That yeah. sounds exciting. So the 100th episode will de- debut some new tunes for you guys. Isn't that, that great? Fun. I'm moderately excited now. Yeah. You guys have something to live for now. Kind of. Sort of. It falls the same week as Christmas, so you could tell your family that's what's keeping you holding on, but whatever. Yeah, really, it's it's not gifts and, and love from them. It's the podcast song. Because I agree. If you told them, I'm only staying alive to hear the 100th episode of a podcast that 12 people listen to, they'd be justified in killing you themselves. Might be a little weird, perhaps. It depends on your family. Uh, they'll get it if they're cool, but they probably won't get it. And that's why you're part of our family. The Skimbo family. <laughs> the Skimbo family. We need to make a very upsetting t-shirt and have it labeled the Skimbo family. Actually, that sounds that sounds fantastic. Yeah, do kind of what a like helter-skelter would... font with it. Yeah, the Skimbo family. The Skimbo family. It's just very uncomfortable stick figures. <sighs> they just look like they've been carved into something, yeah. It's just both of us with our thumbs up like, hey, welcome to the Skimbo family. Wasn't this great? Wasn't this a wonderful purchase decision? <laughs> Get this for your friends on Christmas. You can wear this to the supermarket. Oh, man. I don't know. Uh, uh, I'm looking at my little list of things here that I usually have to talk about, and I think uh, I think I really peaked with Narwhal Pussy, so I'm, I'm pretty tapped out. What about you? 
Yeah, I'm, I think I'm good. I ran out of uh, my my beer was was gone after the first twenty minutes, and since then I've just been spiraling. So you're dry yeah. over there. Mm. <laughs> I'm dying. No. Uh, so yeah, I got nothing else. Wait, should we drink on the one hundredth episode? If you want to, I'll... it depends. Are we going to be in the same place again? Will the lockdown still be in effect, or won't it? Is the real question at this point. And if it is, can we get away with just? Getting together, you and me, who don't go anywhere, and just breaking the rules one time for a special cause. I feel like knowing our audience, they will probably draw and quarter us in the square for doing that. They will narc on us big time. And to be honest, they might do that anyways, because I put the idea in their head, and they're just the kind of people to do it. Listen, big time rule We're on not... the Skimbo Lounge is no rats. That's, that's a big thing for me. No fucking rats. Snitches get stitches. That's true. So just remember Otherwise, that. Otherwise, you get drawn and quartered in the square. And if you don't know what that is, look it up. It's really bad. It seems like a real bummer. It's not great, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> so don't, you know, that's, we're not asking for you to do that to us. But think about it. It would be nice to be touched for a, a minute. Just like, that's even if you're saying. being manhandled. It'd be nice. It's been a while. It's so what, like, that really creepy song from the 90s, I Want to Touch You on the Inside or whatever? That's what he was talking about. Oh, yeah. What is that? Fuck You Like an Animal? Yes, I believe so. Which <laughs> kind of contradicts what I was saying, but that's fine. <laughs> whatever. Maybe he wanted to do both. Yeah. Maybe he wanted to do both. And that's a beautiful dream. I want to live in a world where, yeah, you can have sex with animals and nobody bats an eye at it. <laughs> that's not what I said. I mean, what? All right. Yeah, well, that's, that's it. I think we're good. So, uh, Progressive Rants Pod, listen to that. Listen to Out on That Line yeah. podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter. You know, send us a message. Send us some stuff. We'll we'll do something with it, I guess. I don't know. You or guys not. are just the worst. We'll <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Rory, it's been a pleasure. And to the rest of you, thank you. Go fuck yourselves. And goodbye.